Are you ready to shoot the shift? Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, welcoming you to another episode of Shooting the Shift. This is an impromptu, super casual, conscious conversation that we're doing live on my Instagram every Monday at 4 p.m. EDT, 1 p.m. PDT. This is our second episode and we're gonna be hanging out here on Instagram for the next hour, uploading this to Spotify afterwards. So for anybody looking to be able to check out the recordings, if you're not already yet, go ahead and follow us on Spotify at Paradigm Shift Radio and we'll also be uploading it to YouTube at YouTube Skull Babylon. Last week we had an awesome discussion all about breath work. Uh, we, had, we had our buddies, uh, we had our buddies Josh and uh, and um, and also um, wow why am I forgetting oh my goodness I'm forgetting his name I feel embarrassed <laughs> but uh, we had our other buddy on who is definitely uh, bringing out lots of wisdom related to the the Jedi mythology and uh, lots and lots of um, why am I forgetting his name real quick I'll just like literally get a look up this is how impromptu this is as I literally just scroll back into last week's broadcast and uh, who did we have on last week and this week this week we actually got a couple of our buddies uh, coming on um, it's Craig, yeah, no, wait, is it Craig? Um, it, yeah, it was Craig, it was Craig. I don't know why I forgot his name though. But nonetheless, we're gonna be rolling through into today's episode of Shooting the Shift. And uh, I'm really feeling inspired to actually be talking a bit about the Matrix movies. And uh, I know our buddy Tyler from Contact Tour, and uh, as well as our buddy Joey are, are possibly gonna be joining us a little bit later into the episode. And uh, for future episodes when we do this, if you guys see us live on air, feel free to not only tune in and add your voice, but even send a quick little request if you guys want to be able to join in as a part of the conversation usually what we'll do we'll kind of like reserve some spots for a couple people ahead of time and yeah every time that we do this is really exciting uh, again super casual super impromptu and I'm, I'm excited to just be able to dive into this and, and I'll just stop start talking off the top of my head and, and once uh, once we have a, a few more people tuned in then uh, we'll really get things rolling here and uh, hopefully Tyler and uh, and Joey will be able to, to jump in when it works for them so so yeah just just speaking on this uh, last night me and Lacey we were we were watching the, uh, the the Matrix movie again and the first one and it, it that movie I swear is so cool because like every time that that you go back and watch it, it, it feels like a new experience. And you know I remember watching that movie for the first time uh, way 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 back. Uh, I actually saw it at the uh, at the drive-in, and I remember it was interesting because even when I saw it the first time uh, as a kid, I remember like my brain like didn't even fully like process what what it was that that i was like even fully seeing i'm like i'm like okay yeah there's like an action movie uh there's like crazy like sci-fi stuff going on but it wasn't until i at least watched it like like the second time that i was actually able to to really begin to like process and understand and then you know flash forward and and years later uh, then I remember revisiting it and, and able to just like really begin to interpret it on a, on a deeper level, on a deeper like metaphysical level. So I'm excited to be able to talk a bit about the, uh, the Matrix movie, um, again with, uh, with Tyler and, uh, and with Joey and, and with anybody else who, who even feels called to be able to jump in. Uh, if you guys are tuned in right now, go ahead and drop some 1111s in the, in the chat and let us know and, uh, we'll get things rolling here. And thank you again, everyone, so much for, for joining in and, if you guys are a fan of the of the of the Matrix movies, go ahead and, and you know it's so cool. Like honestly, like the the Matrix movies, like 
it, it was really cool just being able to go back and, uh, and and just be able to to revisit it because you know Lacey hadn't seen it since like since like two thousand since like two thousand since she was like twenty three so like seven years ago right and I think the last time I watched it was at least a few years ago maybe like three or four years ago give or take and yeah it's really trippy and and. Again, I'm kind of like holding off on just being able to dive into this. I know Tyler is actually about to, to join us in, in a moment. So uh, we'll wait for Tyler to join in. And, and once Tyler actually syncs up, there's there's a lot of other stuff to be able to talk about uh, with Tyler as well. Tyler, uh, if you don't know, Tyler is actually the uh, one, one of the co-producers, directors for the Contact Tour team. And the Contact Tour is all about uh, CE5, Human Initiated Peaceful Contact. So uh, we'll probably be talking a bit about that. Um, Tyler and, uh, and, and Sharon and all the people involved with with contact tour tim they actually have a new uh a new show that's airing on discovery channel on discovery plus that's uh, all about alien encounters I, I believe it's actually called alien encounters so that's super exciting and and, and i'm sure we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh about ce5 and contact stuff but uh again just kind of like setting the theme for for Talking about the Matrix uh, right off the start uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna give an extra moment here for Tyler to be able to to join in, but again, you know when we look at the Matrix movies, it's it's something that the Wachowskis like put a lot of intention into that, and, and I'm sure they put a lot of intention into it almost with like foresight of like how much it would mean in the future as well, because you look back on that movie and it's like oh my goodness, this movie basically like predicted where we are now. It predicted so much of, of just kind of again our relationship to technology and and just our, this question of what is the Matrix, what is real. And uh, with that said, uh, Tyler is ready to be able to jump on, so so we're gonna bring on Tyler. So guys, go ahead and give me a nice warm go ahead and join me in giving a nice warm welcome for Tyler and again for those of you listening to this on YouTube and Spotify in the future uh, you'll be able to find the links for all the people on air in the info for this tour on Instagram but yeah we're uh, bringing on Tyler in the next couple moments so uh, let's get things rolling and uh, yeah excited to be able to dive a little bit deeper and uh, shoot the shift here so we're in you were in yo welcome buddy thank you for for jacking into the matrix with us here today welcome Happy to welcome. be in the matrix man <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, dude. Well, dude, I, w I was just kind of like setting the stage, man, and, and you know, just kind of like hyping things up. We got a lot more people tuned in and, and ready to be able to to join this conversation. So for, for, for those of you who are just joining us, welcome to Shooting the Shift. Uh, this is an impromptu, casual, conscious conversation that we're doing live on my Instagram every Monday at 4 p.m. 1 p.m. 4 p.m. EDT, 1 p.m. EDT, mm -hmm. where we're basically just like inviting in fellow conscious creators and community members to be able to practice talking about the things that are on our heart and, and to be able to share some inspiration with the community. So, uh, Again, Tyler, thank you so much for joining, dude. Uh, just be able to start off the conversation. Uh, we're going to dive into the matrix. Please feel free to just kind of like introduce yourself. And I, I was even talking about um, just hyping up the fact that you got some exciting things happening with Contact Tour. We can talk a bit about that later. But yeah, cool. go ahead, dude. Introduce yourself. Do you want to do you want to talk about the matrix for a bit? The matrix. It's that's a <laughs> that's a rabbit hole right there to dive oh, yeah. into. Uh, well, thanks for having me, brother. My name's Tyler. I'm the founder of Contact Tour which is the continuance of new technologies and cosmic telecommunications. We are a citizens diplomacy initiative that coordinates, organizes and facilitates cosmic contact expeditions where we make contact with extraterrestrials in a ambassadorial and diplomatic manner for the betterment of our species and all life on the planet. And that's what we do. <laughs> Beautiful, man. 
That's awesome, dude. And, and, and I will say again, for those of you who are, who are looking to learn more about Contact Tour, uh, again, definitely go follow them. Tyler's doing such amazing work. Uh, we're, me and Sharon, uh, again, Tyler's partner, fiance, uh, Sharon's actually going to be on our podcast on Thursday mm -hmm. evening, Friday, uh, Thursday, this Thursday at 8 p.m. EDT. So stick around on my channel. You guys will see uh, notifications about that. But it's kind of fun because like right now, I mean, as much as like we usually come on here and we're talking about CE5, it's, it's fun to just kind of like talk about something uh, completely, uh, seemingly unrelated, but obviously very <laughs> Uh, intimately intertwined with with the bigger picture of what's going on dude but right. yeah let's just let's just shoot the shift a bit on, on the matrix dude like like when you do you remember like seeing the matrix for the first time you know it's it's funny because i've been fascinated in ufos and extraterrestrials for a long time and i'm pretty open-minded about most things and i just saw the matrix for the first time last year never never saw it i never uh and you know it's been out for a long time, but I've, I've never, I never took the time to like buy the movie or rent it or watch it. And Sharon actually sat me down and was like, "We need to watch this movie," and, uh, and it, it blew my mind. Oh, one one one, one one one. It blew my, go. it blew my mind when I watched it because it, uh, it was kind of intimidating to think that that could potentially unfold the way that it did in the movie. Uh, I, I personally, I don't think we're on that timeline, but with the advent and the advancement and the development and the refining of artificial intelligence and pot potentially that artificial intelligence becoming general AI, where mm -hmm. it's self-thinking and it's sentient and it's self-aware and it's just as cognizant, if not more cognizant than human beings, we could become uh, susceptible to being victims of our own creation. And that's what a lot of scientists and researchers in the AI space are, well, they have been talking about for decades, apparently, from, from the research I, I started doing into AI. And I never looked into AI up until I watched that movie, because uh, when I thought of AI, I was thinking of maybe, you know, autonomous vehicles driving themselves mm -hmm. so truckers don't have to do crazy 12, 15-hour shifts transporting uh, goods through distribution. I was thinking of maybe, you know, uh, fast food workers not having to work anymore or, uh, you know, uh, servers and service providers being replaced by AI and these kinds of things. So I, I was only thinking very like, uh, what's the word, like in a very awesome. small application, yeah. you know, like day-to-day -day stuff. But if you really extrapolate it and think of what the, what the potential of that kind of technology is, it could go as far as that. And, uh, that I looked into Hanson Robotics out of Hong Kong and how they have so Sophia, which is an artificial intelligence yeah. robot that was granted citizenship, I think in Saudi Arabia. Right. So a, a robot has citizenship. So we're kind of, <laughs> we're coming around that corner, it seems, man. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that point where it's just kind of like, it's like nervous laughter, like, <laughs> that's where, again, you know, like, like, there's, there's layers to the matrix, there's layers just to be able to, again, just shoot the shift and, and to talk about it. And, and, you know, I, I love even just, again, kind of like the first like 20 minutes of that movie are like, so profound, because again, you, you have this period where, where Neo like hasn't fully like met Morpheus or anything yet. And I think in that stage, you know, you look at it, 
and you see these parallels between ourselves and, and our own personal awakening because again you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting because neo is kind of being guided by these synchronicities and, and then you look at our our real life and, and for a lot of us like our own journey of awakening was initiated through synchronicities you know it was initiated by like these weird kind of like feelings and premonitions and deja vus and it's like what the like something's like something's talking to me like what's going on here and it turns out it's like this like bigger part of our collective consciousness that's kind of like weaving itself through and, and communicating to us through synchronicities and and, it, and it's really cool because you know even just at the beginning of the movie uh with with neo who again is very much like a, a metaphor for each and every single one of us are, are, yeah. are we all neo and within this you know neo says like it's like it's it's the question that drives him right like there's that mm -hmm. part where where he meets trinity in the club and she's just like i know why you stay up late at night i know like you know what it is that you're seeking and it's the question that drives you and and again, you know, this question that they're referring to in the movie is like, what is the matrix is more or less, again, you know, in, in parallel to our reality, it's, it's more or less this question of, you know, like, like, what is reality? Like, what is real? What is this thing that we are in? And that's where, you know, even just for, for people who, who are in this reality right now, like, that's a very relative question where, where we look at it. And, and, you know, it's like, okay, like, it, it appears to be very solid, it appears to be very, like, physical and dense. And then you start, you know, start looking at things on more of like the quantum level and, and the metaphysical level in both directions. You're just like, wait a second, like this reality is, is there's, there's something else to it. There's something else beneath the surface of it. There's something else to be seen. And, and then you start hearing about people who, you know, go through their own personal like spiritual awakenings and, and, you know, are working with like things like plant medicine and, and, and it's interesting because even when you, um, I remember like when I, when I actually worked with, uh, with, with DMT for the first time way back when I was younger and, and I remember like working with DMT and, and in my mind, I was like, holy crap, like the, like what I was able to, to look at it and visualize it at, I was like, I was like, this is, uh, what I'm seeing right now is more or less the code of the matrix. Like, like it's literally like this, like golden geometric light that's like pulsating over and around everything. And it's like this, like ancient archaic language that was like showing up in like hieroglyphics and light language. And it was actually there. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, man, like, I know this is just a movie, but, but you look at it from, from the perspective of, of parallel to one's personal spiritual awakening. And you're just like, it's like, dude, this is, this is a roadmap. This, this is something yeah. that, you know, for people who may be early to their spiritual awakening, they, they see themselves in it and then they look back on it and they're just like, holy crap, like, what were the Wachowskis thinking when they made this, man? Because they've obviously gone through their own spiritual awakening and, and lo and behold, we're still talking about this movie 20 years later, 22 years later. And just think of the amount of seeds it's planted and everything like that. But, but I mean, again, here, man, we're, we're just, we're just shooting the shit. If anything else that comes to mind with, relative to that movie, because it's interesting, because like you said, like you, you only saw it recently. So, so for, it for seems, myself, like, it I seems to be coming more like, relevant. Yeah. Like, like when yeah. you saw it, man, like, I'm, I'm just curious as to like, you know, like, like what it was like seeing it through your mind and, and just parallel to your, you know, perception. Well, the first, the first detail that really stood out to me and and resonated on a deep level was how more and more relevant it seemed to be becoming and i don't think of the matrix in our world anyway in our in our parallel reality from what the movie was i don't think of the matrix as so much some kind of program that we're uploaded into i think it's an actual programming of the individual mind or the collective mm -hmm. mind so i think it's symbolic to the different levels and the different systems of indoctrination for how we conceptualize and how we navigate reality that's being mm -hmm. designed 
from the top down of these hierarchical power structures. Right. So that's, that's the first thing that stood out to me was that, okay, this is really accurate in the sense of most people, the majority of the general public, they're participating unwill unwillingly, some people willingly, but most people unwillingly, and maybe even unconsciously in this nine to five economic rat race engine that is driving this global sinking, degrading and obsolete global economic system and they're not truly uh embodying in their day-to-day -day existence the divinity of their infinite being and oneness of being human and I, I i began having these kinds of experiences uh even before i, I saw the film the matrix where i would look at just like like you're out at the supermarket or you're just anywhere in some public place and you see people are really attached to this uh this game it looks like a game you have all of these small corporatized entities of these stores that you go into to use this thing to buy something that you probably don't even really need but you've been programmed to think that your lack of having that material item or the, your lack of not participating in that activity makes you inadequate in some way when none mm -hmm. of us are inadequate we're actually all just as equally as important and just as equally as infinite. So I think what the matrix is in essence is the indoctrination of people not coming to their full potential and participating in that system. That's yeah. what I think the matrix is. And that's when I saw the film, I was like, damn, they hit the nail on the head and not, not to just go off on a tangent, but then you, you mentioned with your, with your uh, ex experimenting and your experiences with DMT, that space of you went there and it was like this golden, radiant, brilliant light that had like light language and geometry and code. And that reminded me of the last scene of the last movie yeah. where, where Neo makes the deal with the AI that listen, your, your software or your program, the agent is going to overpower your system and I can go in and stop him. And when Neo had his vision taken from him he was seeing reality as like what it truly is just mm -hmm. this pure infinite light everywhere and it, it opened up this this untapped potential within him that he just realized oh like oh i am everything because i'm a part of everything and uh you know I, i've never taken dmt i've never i've never uh experimented with it or i've been around it i've seen people i've held i've held space for people doing it but i've yet to have that kind of experience. Uh, but I just felt that the movie on multiple levels, it, 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 it kind of touches your intuition for yeah. a lot of it. it. It really feels like there's some kind of remembrance that it surfaces in people or some kind of knowing. And I think that, you know, the producers and the directors and, and all the people who made that film, they, they unlocked something in society that I think is going to only become more and more uh, looked at and dissected like as we go into this and I found out too just through researching the movie because I became obsessed with it after like watching it for the first time Morpheus is actually the I think it's the Greek god yeah. of dreams yeah so Morpheus the guy that wakes Neo up from his sleep in his slumber Morpheus is the Greek god of dreams so it's uh, I guess more or less his role was to awake Morpheus from this dream that we're all mm -hmm. in yeah.
that that was my main that was like my main takeaway from the from the film that's awesome dude yeah yeah again you know just kind of really just pointing out the multiple levels here and, and and for those of you who are who are tuned in live on on instagram you know like when you saw the matrix for the first time how would you describe your reaction to it in just like one or two words like go ahead and just leave those in the comments I, i'd be curious to hear people's insights on that and, and any other comments you guys want to add please go ahead and leave your comments in the chat and, and again just super appreciate everybody being here and we'll just kind of shoot the shift on the matrix for for the next little bit so again you know with this with this movie like as you were saying, like the, the way how they kind of like introduce, like even Morpheus when he's talking about the matrix. And that's where, again, you know, last night with me and Lacey, we were watching it. Um, every time I go back and I watch this movie that I'm like seeing it, like the movie doesn't change, but my perception of it changed because I change, which is always interesting. You know, it's the same thing. If you go back and read a book, like five years from, from a previous time when you read it, but even in that, in that earlier moment where, where Morpheus is literally explaining what the Matrix is to Neo, he, he, again, just kind of reiterating, going back to what you said, you know, the Matrix is all around you, but the Matrix is a system put in place to hide you from the truth. The truth, Neo, mm -hmm. is that you are a slave, that you are a slave to the system. And, and so that's where, you know, in the, in the metaphor of the movie, we have this whole process of the humans are, are literally being used as, like, as batteries for, for, for harvesting, like, the machine's power and stuff like that. Crazy. And you look at it, again, <laughs> we, we try and draw the parallels here. It's just like, wait a second, you know, like, are humans being harvested for our energy? And, and I think exactly. in a lot of ways, you know, you can take that, like, on multiple levels in terms of how literal you want to be able to interpret it. But, but it definitely is something where, you know, you, you look at humans and, from a lot of perspectives, from the machine of corporate identity, you know, they, they value us as a commodity that fuels their machine, that, that, that mm -hmm. continues to, to input it through, through currency, through the, you know, currency as money is literally the current, the current energy. And so you're right, like right now, I think it's interesting because a lot of people are, are kind of in this situation where, where we're seeing these parallels between the movie The Matrix and real life right now that, you know, even like five years ago, it, it, it wasn't as relevant as it is right now because you're seeing more people who are either kind of getting like, like ingrained further into the matrix or people who are kind of liberating themselves from the matrix. And, and much like what happens right. with Neo and, and, and much like what Morpheus and, and Trinity are trying to encourage within Neo, you know, it's very much parallel to this idea of like the dreamer awakening within the dream. And, and, and like you said, this is the Morpheus character is literally, you know, the character who is like the guardian of the dream realm who would help other dreamers awaken. And so, you know, this is the story that, that we are going into where, again, it's like, what does it mean to awaken within this dream? Like, first of all, you have to realize that, you know, the matrix exists, but then also in the process of doing that, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I might've, I don't know if I mentioned this last year in the shift, but, but just uh, to reiterate right now, the word matrix, you know, there's a lot of connotations that people uh, associate to it. And, and sometimes we, we use the, the word matrix as a blanket term to refer to like society and the system and the machine and, and Babylon and stuff the word matrix actually comes from the word matriarch, which, which basically uh, in this context, the word matrix literally means womb. So, so when you think of the word matrix, you know, like, are we in a matrix right now? A matrix is, is a system. It, it's a system designed to incubate something. And so in this case, you know, like that, that system can be designed to kind of like imprison something, so to speak, but at the same time, it can also be uh, used as something that is designed to be able to help birth something. So, so when you look at this, the system that we are in, the quote unquote system, this, this reality uh, on multiple levels, there are multiple levels of kind of matrices. And within this, you know, it, it's, it's important to be able to, to just kind of like look at it from the perspective of, you know, like this is actually birthing us. This is, this is awakening us. This is birthing us into, into more of our awareness. And 
you know, you look at some parts in the movie where um, I, I, Morpheus, he kind of says again, he's like, he's like, you know, like some people are so deeply ingrained into the matrix that they will like they will defend it they will actually like fight mm -hmm. for it and and it's crazy because we're seeing that we're seeing these parallels now so you know you look at the matrix and and in a lot of cases it's a documentary let's acknowledge that uh second of all i think it should like literally be like shown in like schools like like how like i feel like the matrix should literally just be like comp like compulsory for for you know children growing up and everything like that maybe someday and again, to see it as like a call to action, as, as a rallying call to be able to say, you know, like it's time for us to be able to to awaken out of the the kind of like the, the old system and to be able to help birth a new system, birth a new vision of what Zion can create. And so, um, yeah, again, just kind of like shooting the shift here, dude. If there's anything else that just kind of like pops up. And, and uh, again, for those of you leaving your comments in the chat, well, guys joining how, how do you, well, I guess, I guess a good question and answer to, to bring to our attention is how do you get prisoners to value their prison mm. you have them build it you have them maintain mm -hmm. it mm. you have them decorate it you have them create their subsystems within it but ultimately they're not the ones controlling it and that's what we're, that's what we're seeing we're, we're the reason why there's people that will fight to protect it like what you just mentioned a few moments ago is because at the same time we're responsible for creating it and we're responsible for maintaining it so if this is the only collective way of life that we can experience and we've had experience up to this point, and then there's new revelations that would, if presented in a big enough context, it would eradicate those old systems. It's going to leave a lot of people uh, experiencing several different forms of cognitive dissonance. And it's okay. And to use the example with, with what we work with, uh, in, a, in a more specific way, like with UFOs. You have people that have never thought about it, never gave it any of their time, never gave it any of their attention or any of their focus, and they see one. Something mm -hmm. that's so profound, that's so otherworldly, that defies all of their conceptualizations about what's out there, what's possible, and how reality actually works. And I think majority of people humans we feel as though we're we're at the center point of our universe you know like our focus is just around us and day-to-day -day things and the running around and, and the and the and the grind so when you see something like that that completely distorts what you understand how do you begin to integrate that and how do you process it and how do you make sense of it and then how do you use that information to make the necessary changes, you know, in, in your in your day to day life. So when we're talking about the the systems here that are in place, like we'll call the matrix, we'll call this the matrix. Uh, I think we're seeing that happen now. And what you mentioned how the matrix is this incubation for something to be imprisoned or for something to be birthed. I have a feeling that it's something that's going to be birthed like a cocoon. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because we're seeing all of this uh, alternative forms of media coming out. We're seeing worldwide protests with hundreds of thousands of people. We're seeing like our, our governmental institutions and our elected leaders and our, you know, political officials losing grips on actual control over society. And their last desperate attempt at full spectrum dominance is psyops through mainstream media, which is becoming more and more ineffective because all of us are becoming more and more interconnected through social media.
And we're even starting to build our own social media platforms. And we're starting to become more and more uh, independent from these people and from these systems. So I think what we're going to see in the next decade at on the highest high on, excuse me on the highest timeline in my hopes is that there's going to be a breakaway civilization that just leaves the old obsolete system behind where we have decentralized uh digital assets as our new global financial system where we're not printing money out of thin air that's accumulating more and more debt we have equality and an equal dissemination and uh delegation of resources globally so every man woman and child has all their basic living essentials met and thirdly which i feel is the most important and my primary purpose in going out and making contact is is the is the uh, discovery of free energy technology mm -hmm. which exists so if we have those three components introduced on a global scale and every aspect of our civilization that is going to be what propels us out of this matrix incubation cocoon mm -hmm. and it's going to bring us into the future we'll actually become a level one civilization and we'll have our independence and we'll have choice and we'll have our, our way of life not overtly being intercepted by governments and all of these people that you know, uh, for your protection, for your safety, for your health, for your well-being, we're going to impose our will onto you because you aren't going to take responsibility. So we're going to take responsibility for you. And that's that's the exact uh, source, in my belief, in my opinion, of why we're seeing things unfold the way they're unfolding is because we haven't been taking responsibility. We've been enjoying our our luxury and our convenience and we've been enjoying other people making decisions on our behalf and not caring as much about where those decisions will lead us and now we're seeing the repercussions and the consequences and the implications of all of these decisions that we've been handing off to people who we don't truly know their intentions so we're, we're taking back our power we're taking back our responsibility mm -hmm. and through doing so we're going to escape this matrix <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And, and, and again, you know, with this, like, I, I look at the matrix as, as again, like something that I see as incredibly empowering, incredibly inspiring. And, and I think with any situation, you know, it's important for us to be able to, 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 to really pay attention to the story that we're telling. And, and right now, again, using the matrix as a reference, like this is, this is the age where like each, every single one of us is awakening as our individual Neo. And, and we're also Neo and we're Morpheus and we're Trinity. Like we're all those characters, those are archetypes. And, and each of us, you know, even way before the past like couple of years, a lot of us have been actively in these roles where we've been planting seeds, where we've been intentionally, you know, helping others kind of like awaken within the matrix, so to speak. Because when we start to do that, that's where we really start to, again, awaken to our, our, our power and our ability as co-creators. Like the, the, like the, the most kind of, the, the way how they keep us imprisoned here within this matrix is that, you know, they, they, again, they kind of like hide us from the truth. And the truth is that we are incredible co-creators of this reality. So mm -hmm. once we start tapping into that, once we start to realize that that story is not something that, that can be, you know, simply that, that doesn't have to be given to you. It's rather something that you reclaim. It's something that you <laughs> remember. That's not something that, you know, the government has to give you permission to be able to, to understand and interpret. It's something that, <laughs> through other people living their own life and, and living as their own individual Neo, so to speak, 
we give others that permission to be able to do the same. And so that's where, again, you know, the, the work that you're doing, the work that so many of the people who are tuned into this broadcast, like that is, you know, that is hacking the matrix each and every single day. And, and, and like you said, we're kind of at this point where it, it's uh, very much like this, like mitosis, where, where you're, you're kind of like seeing this, you know, the old, it's the yin and the yang. There's like one system that's kind of like rising and the other system's kind of becoming deeper ingrained. So some people are going to kind of like fall deeper asleep into the matrix, but just as such, other people are continuing to awaken into new potentials and new possibilities. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's really cool, like looking at the matrix and just kind of like looking at, at, at what it has given us. And, and I'd love to even just kind of like, just quickly over over this, uh, go over this real quick. And, and even from here, you know, I'd love to be able to kind of like segue into any CE5 stuff since it does kind of, it definitely does like segue into it. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, you, we look at the Matrix movie and, and for those of you in the comments, feel free to, to, to add on to this list and just help us with uh, brainstorming and shooting the shift here. So again, you know, when you look at the, the movie, The Matrix, you know, like what has it given us? Like, first of all, you know, like even just like terminology, like the whole concept of like, you know, like follow the white rabbit and like down the rabbit hole. Like a lot of these like, terms have have red ended pill, up blue into pill. red pill blue pill they've ended up into the vernacular of how we've actually structured our perception of the world and, and also understanding of how we've been navigating it you know this whole idea of like wake up like wake up neo you know like and, and the idea of just like asking questions and uh again you know even just like the deja vu thing a lot of people are like oh like glitch in the matrix glitch in the matrix you know they get all excited about that um and then um again just another one and, and we'll pass it around um, even the whole idea of like the spoon bending scene, like the spoon bending scene, even just that whole scene with the Oracle, you go back to that. And that's like such a powerful scene. And, and of course, the spoon bending scene, you know, you go back to it. And it's like, what does the kid say? He's like, he's like, you have to understand. It's like, it's not about trying to bend the spoon. It's about being able to understand that there is no spoon. There is only your mind. All is that, you know, we are the Atma awakening as the Brahma. So, so when we kind of really tap into this, again, this is where it brings in this idea of like, like, what does it mean to awaken within the dream? What does it mean to awaken within the matrix? What does it mean to awaken within our potential? And, and yeah, and there's so many other like little just like tidbits and stuff like that. But I mean, um, just off the top of your head, is there any other stuff where you can just kind of like think of like, you know, like what has the matrix given us in, in terms of our understanding of our own story, so to speak? What, what has it given us? It's given us, it's <laughs> a good, it's a really good fucking question. It's just a question, yeah. That's a really good question. What, what has it given us? It's given us, uh, I guess, a starting point, more or less. It's given us organization. It's given us some kind of structure and infrastructure that we can at least start to journey towards the right path, I guess. I mean, we have to start somewhere. So I guess what I would say is the matrix is just a good starting point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I imagine if there's other, <laughs> I say imagine, the other ET civilizations that are out there, I'm sure on their evolutionary journey, they were at the same point we, we were, maybe thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of years ago. So just in this present moment, we are where we are. And I think the matrix is providing uh a catalyst for people becoming more aware Mm. and people, you know, I hate that term, not hate, I don't hate anything, but the term waking up, Mm -hmm. I think it's providing, because now we're seeing right through it. It's becoming more and more transparent as to how things actually operate. You know, we thought for decades, our government was actually in charge of things. Mm -hmm. No, we were totally wrong. We thought for decades that our elected officials make decisions. No, we were totally wrong. We thought for decades that we were engaging in war 
because it was patriotic and it was the democratic thing to do and we were fighting for freedom. No, we were completely wrong. We thought for decades that all the technology we're seeing that's available to the, to the public is the most advanced technology that we have. No, we were totally wrong. And I can keep going down the shopping list of all of the paradigms shattering information that's come out over the last 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's just a good starting point. I think that's really all I have, I have off the top of my head about what the matrix has given us. It's just, it's just a starting point. It's point A. And right now we're transitioning into point B, I suppose, uh, just yeah. in my lifetime and my experience. But I like how you mentioned the quote from the movie to bend the spoon, you have to realize there's no spoon. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no spoon. And they touched on a subject that is, that's called extrasensory perception. Mm -hmm. And that what I feel to be a major catalyst for our human family to raise our vibratory state, raise our consciousness and to expand our awareness is to develop these faculties that we all have. Mm -hmm. Because remote viewing, uh, intuitive, uh, cognition, knowing things before they unfold, uh, premonitions, seeing things before they happen, uh, telepathy, all of the astral projection, all of these different forms of consciousness phenomenon have been documented scientifically. And there's evidence and there's data and there's metrics to prove that we are these con conducers or these conductors for quantum activity. I just posted on Facebook yesterday. I'm going to upload it to Contact Tour in the next day or two. But on Gaia, they did a seven-minute video with Dean. I think his name's Dean Raid. I think his Dean name's Raiden. Dean Raid. His last name Dean is Raiden, R. Yeah. yeah, Raiden is that his last name? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Dean Raiden. He's from Ions, the Institute of Noetic Sciences. Nice. Yeah. And he, he's a really cool guy. I've chatted with him on Facebook a little bit. And Contact Tour is, we've been reaching out to one of their directors because we want to do a CE5 up there and have them record EEG neuroactivity Ooh, cool. during our contact experiences cool. just, to see if, just to see if there's a correlation between yeah. meditation and sightings. Makes sense. But, but anyway, Dean did a video and the seven minute video was all about mind matter interaction and the experiments that they did at IONS. You know, the, the same experiment they did... Uh, with the random number generators, for example. Yeah. And the same experiment they did by putting a plant in, a, in an isolated environment with a light that's using the random number generator algorithm just to randomly and sporadically go in a bunch of different corners of the room. And as soon as you introduce a plant into that environment, the light often goes back to the plant, yeah. which clearly shows that, that there is a, an energy, there's a force, there is... Uh, some kind of relationship between living substance and matter and, and the, the higher dimensional vibratory states of frequency that that matter is being emitted from. And mm -hmm. humans, we're just this, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think about what I, what I just read last night. I bought, um, I bought Russell, excuse me, Walter Russell's book, The Universal One, and I'm only in chapter three right now, but he's going over the periodic elements and how it's completely backwards and how we're, we're interpreting the elements based on our third dimensional categorization mm -hmm. of it, and our third dimensional understanding of it and how 
to have a more accurate interpretation and understanding of the periodic table, we have to consider elements that are outside of this dimension and how the elements we do know about operate outside of this dimension. And that all matter isn't actually some tangible, uh, solid, created matter. It's in a constant state of motion. It's in a constant mm -hmm. state of being created. And my favorite quote out of the book so far is that this is not a created universe. It's a creating universe. Yeah. Uh, everything simultaneously all at once through infinite reality is being created in every moment by some omnipotent, omnipresent, permeating force that is consciousness. And I, I went off on a really long uh, <laughs> sentence there, a really long run on sentence. But the point I'm making is that we have the faculties to influence and to manipulate and to play with space and time, just using our minds, our focused intention, and our focused awareness. I'm sure everyone in here at some point has had an experience where it just lined up as perfectly as it possibly could line up. The timing has always been absolutely perfect. Deja vu to the point you're able to predict something someone's going to say, or you just intuitively know what's about to happen a few moments later. Having dreams that end up actually happening in real life thinking about someone, then you immediately receive a text message from them or a phone call or you run into them on the street. And like all of that phenomenon is real. And it's, it's important to take it into consideration and to account for it. Because if we develop these faculties, we can utilize them in a global application to, to improve society. What, what if we can come together collectively and predict with mm -hmm. more accuracy and more detail uh, than our than our uh, AccuWeather systems and our and our, our weather radars, like when the next catastrophic tidal wave is going to come, or even using our consciousness to prevent it. Like we know it's going to happen here. Let's come together in a in a focused meditation and move ourselves and shift our collective onto a timeline where it doesn't happen. And that's also been proven as well. I mean, collective meditation. Uh, it it decreases crime it decreases hosp hospital admissions it decreases uh i don't remember off the top of my head a lot of studies out on this stuff and maybe i should go ahead and post a few on the story after this so people can mm -hmm. swipe up and, and see some of the examples i'm talking about but yeah i just think it's important that we just start giving these noetic sciences their attention i mean excuse me our attention the the attention they deserve and we start applying it and and just our day-to-day -day lives. And that's what Neil was experiencing in the movie. Mm -hmm. It was just very uh, potent, extrasensory. Oh, my phone is about to die. <laughs> oh, good. But, um, so I, I guess that's, that's where, where my mind just went for the last 10 minutes. So I'm not really yeah. sure where the end of that was gonna be very open, open-ended, but that's, that's, that's my thoughts. Oh, dude, dude. Well, well, that's awesome, man. What's your What's your battery at right now? Just to give a quick check in. So, ten percent. Uh, I know it's, it was a really spontaneous uh, live stream. I was actually uh, I'm gonna go for a run as soon as you and I are done. Uh, so I, I just have my lights set up. I, I don't have my mouth perfect. or anything. It's It's handheld right now. Uh, yeah. yeah well, dude, this has been awesome, man. And, and uh, just honoring the battery you got on your phone, we can get closer to wrapping this up. And, and I think we'll probably even just uh, conclude the episode uh, once we kind of do that. And 
and we'll be done a, a little bit earlier today. But yeah, man, like it, it's, it's really exciting just kind of like taking the concept of the Matrix and, and a big theme of the Matrix was again, you know, like Neo becoming the superhero. And here we are at this point realizing that we have all these like superhuman abilities, but they're not even superhuman. They've just been kind of like latent and hidden and suppressed. And now, you know, with work with, with like noetic sciences and everything like that, just opening up people to this reality of understanding like this is possible. You know, it really just, it, it begins with the mind. And once you know that that possibility is there, you know that there's like a path, there's a neural, there's a neural network for, for your brain to kind of be able to like tap into collectively that can start opening us up to those potentials and, and really start imagining like what this world can be and, and what it is that we're creating together. So um, I do just want to give you a chance to, since uh, I want to be able to give you uh, some batteries so you can take with you for your jog and stuff like that. Um, any plugs that you want to just be able to put in for, for CE5 and things uh, or any other quick updates? Because I know you guys got, congratulations, you guys got uh, Tim's like premiering the show tonight, uh, Alien Encounters yeah. on Discovery Plus. That's pretty huge, dude. Um, but yeah, yeah you, you let me know as soon as you're ready to jump off. But if there's anything else we just want to plug in real quick, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's the main plug for today. We're having our uh, our television debut tonight on Discovery Plus and Travel Channel, where we're being interviewed, sharing our experiences of going out and making contact. So we're going to reach uh, a mainstream global audience mm. and showing them that, you know, you can go out and do this and you can initiate contact. And I think that it's, uh, it's going to be a pivotal moment. It's going to be a pretty seminal moment for the team. And I think for the whole movement, it's definitely moving the needle forward. So if you guys want to tune into that, it's 9 p.m. in all time zones. Or if you guys don't want to wait for the premiere, just Discovery Plus, it's $5, and you can watch it now. I just found out it's already out. Oh, awesome. So, Perfect. So if you guys want to watch the live premiere tonight at 9 p.m., if you guys don't want to watch the live premiere and you're like, I'm just going to throw that shit on right now, just uh, Discovery Plus, 5 bucks. And that's, that's really the only plug I have. We're working on a massive rebrand right now. We're going to redesign the whole website. We're, uh, we're working on a lot of stuff. So I just appreciate your time and thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. And, and, you know, again, as much as Neo is the one, I think that's also a metaphor for like us, we collectively, like we are the 1% helping activate, you know, the other 99%, you know, it is that, that hundred monkey ripple effect. And, um, Sharon, I can see you uh, tuning in as well. And and again, we're, we're going to get close to wrapping this up here. Tyler's going to be jumping off. Um, Sharon, if you feel like jumping on, feel free. Uh, to, if, if I know it's impromptu, but you're more than welcome to. Um, other than that, we'll just kind of like shoot the shift here for a little bit longer and get close to wrapping it up. And again, Tyler, contact her. If you guys aren't following them, be sure to do that. Tyler is doing amazing work. Again, we didn't get too deep into the CE5 stuff. We'll be talking more about it with Sharon on Thursday. And uh, yes. again, human-initiated peaceful contact. Um, real quick, Tyler, with people becoming more aware of this in the mainstream, what do you hope will happen beyond this? I want millions of people going out and initiating contact. That's really my goal. I want millions, hundreds of millions of people, if not billions of people, going out with the intention of making peaceful contact for the betterment of our species and all life on our planet and off planet. And that's, that's really my goal. Beautiful, beautiful. Awesome. Well, I think with that said, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna bring Sharon on real quick. And then Tyler, you can, you can jump <laughs> off. So I'll just bring you guys in just as you're like running into each other real quick. <laughs> and uh, we'll, do, we'll just shoot the shift just for a little bit longer. So hey, up, Sharon, Sharon. Well, fun there. <laughs> cool. All right, okay. Tyler, uh, battery at the is counting down. So dude, thank you so much, man. And uh, all the best and we'll keep in touch. So thank you. Hey, Shasha. Bye. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
Well, Sharon, thanks for joining in. I know this is like um, impromptu and, and you know, we, we got our uh, official uh, broadcast coming up this Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, EDT. Um, we were talking about The Matrix and I'd love to even just give you a chance to even just kind of like shoot the shift with us and just talk about what that movie may meant to you. Because I know you, Tyler was on here and apparently like you were the one who basically said, Tyler, you got to watch this movie. Is that true? Is that what happened? Yeah, I love The Matrix. I I love I love The Matrix. I feel like I need to rewatch it again, but I feel like it's a good <clears throat> it's a good um representation of one of the infinite possibilities of what we're experiencing is. But yeah, it's, it's a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. <laughs> I know it's hard to imagine that there's like still some people out there that like haven't seen The Matrix. Like what? Like you haven't seen The Matrix, man? Like it's <laughs> Oh man, and, and and it's funny because like even now, you know, like I I think it'd be cool to like be like a like a fifteen year old like seeing it for the first time and like them going through their waking. There's like, dude, like oh my god, like because I saw that movie back when I was like I think I was like thirteen or fourteen when I saw it and stuff like that, yeah. and it was like blowing my mind even then. Yeah, for me it was just one of the, I I wasn't like tapped in quite yet. I was more yeah. in love with Trinity and um, just like concept of it was more entertaining for me but little did we know there were so in that movie <laughs> oh dude and that's where again you know like even you know we're talking about the matrix and stuff like that and, and again just shooting the shift here this is pretty impromptu Love that. And, and shooting the shift <laughs> anything that the wachowskis have made has always had like super woke themes in it so i mean as much as we're talking about the matrix like the other stuff they've done like cloud atlas like cloud atlas like have you seen cloud atlas yet no Okay, that, you, that, that would probably be a good one for you and Tyler to watch because that one's like all about um, like souls kind of incarnating in multiple lifetimes and then kind of like the interconnected effect through time. Uh, that one's incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And, the, and then also the, the TV series Sense8, uh, which is another one that I would recommend people check out. Have you seen that one yet? No, sorry, I unmuted myself because we have- No worries, we got the beeping and stuff like that. Oh, it's all good. No, I haven't. I'm, I, Tyler and I don't really watch movies before our relationship. I've never mm. too many shows or movies. Um, but we did watch Star Wars, like the first, oh, um, the other night, the night before last night. And uh, um, one of the more recent movies that we watched was um, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, there we go. Um, Which had the Hollow Earth stuff in it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. There's like actually a lot of like cool, like there's a lot to, I forget that there's a lot to receive from movies, but we're, we're both just more the, on the creator side of things, but it's really nice to watch things. So like watch um, movies and shows. So thanks for bringing up Sensei and Cloud Outlet. Totally like, I'm totally down to watch it. Like I've been that mood lately of like, I want to watch something. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Like, like Sensei is one of those shows where like, you go on the journey with the characters and like literally just like watching it it like it opens up something in your heart because like you like feel like you are the characters and there's like some like really really beautiful scenes uh it's probably not for everyone but but for those interested go ahead check it out i think there's some r-rated okay. scenes in there and stuff like that so viewer discretion advised but again you know like with with any of the movies i back in the day um not so much recently but a big thing that i would always do would be like these like conscious movie reviews and a big thing I would always say is, you know, like movies in many cases are like consciousness doing what it can to help wake itself up. And and even a lot within like the Marvel movies and stuff like that, like it's crazy that, you know, through the Marvel movies and like Doctor Strange and everything, like 
the concept of multi-dimensional parallel infinite realities and everything has now entered into the collective consciousness people are like oh yeah like parallel realities multiple realities you know and even in dr strange you know they they talked about like the astral body and astral projection and stuff like that like how cool is it that those seeds got planted yeah i haven't seen those either but i do yeah that we are waking itself up mm -hmm. and uh, when i think about this and the state of the world and kind of you know what we're dealing because that's where that's kind of like my approach to everything is like how can I help the world but bring like oh hold on a moment <laughs> I created the world and I created all of all of the problems and all of the different challenges all of the different things so I can have the hero's journey of like waking up to realizing like the role and the contribution that and also like the the whole you know story of overcoming it and like and how much all of the challenges benefit us to help the bigger problem just the whole like the whole hero's journey like is the whole you know the awakening mm -hmm. so it's beautiful that movies can show us that in a different way a different approach with you know whether it's through entertainment however we can wake more people up i'm all for it <laughs> totally totally but it's it's crazy and um yeah it's exciting i'm interested to see what the discovery channel has done with the show yeah. that night you know because it's still a discovery channel like entertainment factors mm -hmm. and have to you know be put into creating oh um so people will watch it but it's able to like again have the to 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 share message, whether it's maybe it's not yeah. a movie but it's still, you know, through the screen. I mean, like, even right now, we're all looking yeah. at the screen, which is just, like, ourself looking at ourself, looking at another projection of ourself through this technology that we've created to connect with ourselves. So it's just like this. Yeah. Doo -doo 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 -doo, you Very know what meta. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, yeah. And, and um, Sharon, I was just going to say, try try muting and unmuting your mic. It was kind of cutting in and out there. I'm not exactly sure if that would fix it, but but go ahead and okay. give that a shot. We're, we're going to get wrapped up here in a couple minutes. But yeah, we, we were talking a bit about the um, the, the Discovery Show, and, and, and we'll have to talk a little bit more about it on Thursday. Uh, again, Sharon, Sharon and I are going to be kind of, this is like very just impromptu. We're going to be diving a little bit deeper for our podcast on Thursday, and, and uh, you'll see the links posted through my profile uh, for that. And um, yeah, again, you know, with the Discovery Channel, like that, that's really huge. And I just want to be able to congratulate you guys because like that came as like Tim, Tim was kind of like your buddy, Tim, who was already into CE5. Like, does he work for Discovery Channel? Is that kind of like, he? No. Kinda, how did that work yeah. out? You no, know, Tim, Tim has, um, from what I'm aware of, he's done a lot of work um, with MTV. He's a TV show. Yeah, cool, cool. And so he's just been in the scene for a very long time if you go to his instagram you can yeah. or just google him just google tim cash you'll you'll see like who he is and stuff like that but um yeah he's just a really beautiful soul and a friend of ours that um kind of has gone through his own awakening and his own curiosity and he found contact tour and was really curious to like what we were doing and he wanted to experience it himself and so we just invited him over to our house yeah. and um just at our balcony right here in our room yeah <laughs> but that balcony right there this is where we have most of our sightings and 
a lot of the contact tour videos that you guys see are just at nighttime right there in that spot. But um, yeah, we just had a really, really beautiful first sighting together. Or he had his first sighting with us while we were together. And that kind of just like, I mean, once you see them, it, it, everybody kind of digests it differently. But for him, it really made a huge impact in his life. And yeah. I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. And so, yeah, he just became a part of the team. And we went on a and we've been documenting and doing this for a, for a long time. So um, it, this is just what is happening now. I'm just like, okay, like this is, I yeah. guess, what we have to do. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful, though, because I feel, and I, we can talk more about it. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it feels nice to have the support from, you know, our galactic star family mm. to get themselves in the ways that they have you know, and, and trusting us to, to share this message and share my battery is going to die too. Me and Tyler. Yeah, it's, it, 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 okay, we're, 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 have we're, one ready, we're ready to wrap it up. So. <laughs> we have one charger. That <laughs> <laughs> so we're always booked like at the end of our battery. Yeah, but um, right. we'll talk about it more, but thank we definitely will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, shout out to shout out to just again, congratulations on uh, CE five making it into the mainstream a little bit more. Uh, again, for those of you who haven't heard, again, Contact Tour is an amazing team. They they educate people on peaceful human human initiated contact. CE five as it's also known. Uh, Contact Tour on YouTube. Check them out. Sharon's been doing amazing work. Sharon has a ton of other stuff to offer. Uh, again, we're just shooting the shift here, but uh, we'll we'll wrap it up in a couple minutes. So, Sharon, anything else you want to share real quick? Just to share. Your battery and then we'll be done for today <laughs> i know i'm literally just a poet. um no just the invitation and just you know support in that way we're watching live with that so we'll be you know just seeing it for the first time you know yeah. to just have the support and guys tag us who are watching send us a message let us know what you think and um yeah i think it, we're all doing a great job right now just just being in resonance with the frequency that you're offering, um, you know, for the world and leading the shift too, brother. I just want to say thank you. So it takes a lot for us down in our power and show up and, and just share our light. Do it yeah. so beautifully. So just thank you for always supporting us too and, and supporting. I just, I see you so deeply in the spiritual community, just support everyone and just, you know, being there for everyone. Reflect back to you and just say thank you, thank you for the work that you are doing too like it means so much thank you thank you we're, we're, we're doing it as a team uh, this, yeah. this team of, of 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 hackers awakening within the matrix so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so cool well sharon thank you so much again for for joining in and uh we'll, we'll wrap up this broadcast do you, do you need to jump off right this second otherwise i'll, I'll do the closing on my own if you're need to conserve oh, the battery Got some juice yeah we can close here now okay cool cool all right so so with that said again you know for those of you tuning in we didn't even get into to the full details but definitely connect with uh with sharon and tyler and contact to her we'll post all the links to that in the info for this video uh if you're listening to this on spotify jump over to youtube in the show links and you'll find the links there uh again for those of you listening to this on instagram be sure to subscribe on my profile sharon's profile uh me and sharon are going to be doing a broadcast this thursday 8 p.m edt for the leading the shift episode podcast and that's going to be diving a little bit deeper and it won't just be on ID, it will be, be on uh, YouTube as well.
I'm excited. So, yeah, very, very excited for that. We'll, we'll brainstorm some more. And, um, and, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the episode. Uh, so we'll be able to talk a bit about that um, on Thursday as well. And uh, yeah, for everybody here, just thank you so much for being a part of today's Shooting the Shift episode. We'll be back here on uh, Monday, 4 p.m. EDT. Uh, again, feel free to reach out to me if you guys are, are interested in just connecting further. Sharon's got some awesome stuff as well. And uh, both the links are in our profile. And uh, yeah, just wishing everybody a beautiful rest of your day. And, and we'll wrap it up there. So Sharon, thank you so much. And join me in just saying farewell and thank you. And, and until next time. So bye, everybody. We love you guys. Thank you again. Bye. 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 All right. Take care, everyone. Keep it shifty.